Hello, Strong Runner Chicks. Welcome back to Strong Runner Chick Radio. I know it's been a little while, and we're really excited to have a guest on, Teddy Cyril. Teddy, I should have asked how you pronounce your name. Maybe you can say it for us. No, you got it. You got it. Teddy totally. Cyril. All right, perfect. Teddy is, um, I'd say, a friend of mine. We haven't met in person, but we both lived in Utah, and uh, we kind of bonded over our shared love for trail running and for obstacle course racing and um, helping people train for their lives, really, to um, put it bluntly. But that's what um, a business that she works with. She does a lot, I have to say. Teddy is like superwoman. Um, based on her bio, I don't know how she does it all, but we're really excited to chat with her today. So I'll introduce Teddy. She identifies as a trail runner, photographer, and fitness trainer, sharing strategies to be the healthiest and happiest version of you through fitness, food, and nature. She has a master's degree in exercise science, and she is a huge advocate of movement. One of the hardest and most rewarding careers she had was teaching high school health, anatomy, medical term, and PE. Wow, a lot of subjects for roughly 13 years. She would tell her students that a numb butt usually equaled a numb brain. More recently, she had an opportunity to have a greater impact by transitioning into photography and speaking. She is an avid runner since she was a kid, but trail running only the last five to six years. She likes spending her time riding horses, running races, and wandering in the mountains with friends and family between training, speaking, coaching, and photography. Well, Teddy, that is quite the bio. We're really excited to have you on today. Yeah, it's a little much, even for me. <laughs> well, that is, um, that's just how you stay busy in life, and I guess how life is fulfilling to you, right? So, yeah, and yeah. you really do, have, you have to learn how to balance, and sometimes I get to do some of those all the time and some of I sometimes I have to like mm. it's like everyone sometimes you have to say hey right now this one's taken gonna be put on the back burner it goes on the back seat for a while and I'm gonna work on this other thing I'm gonna focus on this other one for right now and so yeah. sometimes yeah it's it's always a kind of a give and take yeah, definitely. We talk about that a lot at Strong Runner Chicks as having seasons in life, just like seasons in, in your running. You have seasons where you're focused on one thing versus the other. So um, what have you been up to lately? What's new for you in terms of uh, your season of life? My season of life. So um, I just got done doing a four or five day photo shoot for, um, it's called the Tournament of Champions for Pickleball. It's one of the it's a really big deal in the pickleball world. Um, uh -huh. So I do a, mainly the photography I do is at races, um, sporting events, um, pickleball mainly, and then I do creative portraits like um, with horses. So people in their ponies, basically. Oh. Um, so I, yeah, I literally just finished doing four days um, with a bunch of crazy, amazing athletes. Um, playing pickleball, you know. Wow. <laughs> what else do you do when you're not traveling? Yeah, exactly. I do have to say before we continue, just your um, every time you move your hands, I think your mic is picking it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. I don't know. It must be a great mic you have there. So. Wow. That's <laughs> no <impressive>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, pickleball. I, that's always something I've wanted to try. Do you play pickleball? I do, but not, um, I'm much better at trail running. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. So um, a question we kind of always start off with is just how did you get your start in running? Um, you know, I used to run as I've been running since I was a kid. I, I was in middle school and they had a tra like a middle school track team, you know, and it, basically everybody and anybody could come and nobody gets cut in middle school. You know what I mean? It's all about the yeah. fun. And so um, I did some, I was one of the one of the girls and one of the only people in my middle school that could do some longer distances. And so somehow I got thrown into, you know, running a mile in middle school. Um, and so that's kind of where it like, I guess, I, more competitive running. Um, but then when I went into high school, I played sports more. I did tennis um, and volleyball. And then I rode horses too. And so I've just always kind of run for my sanity. Like, since you know probably high school college I ran a lot but again it was more for fun I'd go running out with friends it was more for fitness mm -hmm. um, and then I started um, trail running about five years ago when I was going five six years ago when I was going through a divorce and so for me it was sanity <laughs> yeah and so yeah that's kind of, I mean that's kind of where I got my start and it just kind of has always been there throughout my life as I went along and it served different purposes at different times. So sometimes it was fitness, sometimes it was more sanity, um, more of a mental thing. And sometimes it was, you know, just for fun. Yeah. Wow. Um, I love that about running is that it really can change with your kind of the season you're in in life and what you're going through at the time. Um, we do talk a lot at SRC kind of about that mental aspect, and I'd love if you could speak a little more to that, like the impact that running has had on you, um, maybe mentally, emotionally, spiritually, anything kind of in that realm, and how you share that with others. Oh, heck yeah. Um, well, I actually, I went through most of my life, my education part of my life, kind of not knowing that I had ADHD. Um, and so that has played a huge, huge, um, I don't know what the word is. It's had a huge impact just kind of on my health and on my mental state. Um, and so running has been really big into that. So um, with ADHD, they have a lot of hyperactivity um, and that type of thing. And so speaking of the mental health, when you have like depression or ADHD, or you know, I, I mean, there's a list of different mental illnesses and you know things that people. And even if you're just having struggling at the time, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe it's just you're having a bad day. Um, running to me is a huge. It releases all those endorphins. You can get runners high, um, and it really can make the difference in between having an emotional and mental breakdown and making it through your day. Mm -hmm. um, which I lift, I train lifting as well. And I know you do lifting and stuff as well. Yeah. And we both do obstacle races and stuff, but there is a difference. Um, playing any sport and lifting always makes you feel good. And you're always like, um, it's going to set your mindset to be in a better place doing any of those things. But there's something about running that's hard to explain that um, is different that I think has a more powerful effect on the mind. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And especially trail running because you're out 
away from civilization. Mm -hmm. Living in Utah, but the trails are gorgeous. I mean, I know how the trails are. Yeah. But just, did, is that where you had grown up as well? No, I actually grew up in Washington, um, oh. like in the central Washington, and there wasn't really any mountains there. So it was more running, you know, around the track, yeah. you know, the back 40, mm -hmm. um, that type of thing. But then I came to Utah when I was in college and um, I actually hated hiking. I, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hike, hiking is tedious, man. Like anybody that hikes, like kudos uh -huh. to them because I'm like, like, why would you want to go out in the heat and like be miserable for like a couple yeah. of hours? <laughs> well, trail running is kind of the same, right? But you just, you get it done faster. So, and I don't know what the difference is, but, and I actually, I do enjoy hiking, especially if I'm yeah. completely worn out. But if I, yeah, I would rather something about running makes hiking. <laughs> I agree. Better. It's not as appealing. It's like, I know, I right? Just a little faster. And run like, the downs. Maybe it's because the running like ups the ante. Like if you fall, you're you might fall to your death, and so then all of a sudden, it, you know, kicks yeah, in all the endorphins. Endorphins, exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, well, strong runner chicks, we are back. Just chatting it up with Teddy some more, and um, I really wanted to ask Teddy. Out of these interests, we kind of alluded to it at the beginning of our conversation. I really want to come back to all that you do, Teddy, in photography, adventure, fitness, and and having a family. If I'm correct, do you have kids as well? Or I, I did. You before. did. Okay. Okay. So just just balancing it out. I mean, everyone has, I guess, family members and you know friendships, social relationships, but how do you, how do you maintain this balance or do you believe in balance? I guess I would ask, um, with all the interests that you have. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know when I was going to school, um, I was a PE major in exercise science. So fitting in, um, running was really easy because I was doing fitness courses um, you know, I literally was teaching fitness classes, things like that. So it was very easy when I was doing my bachelor's. However, if you're like going to school and you don't, and you're not like a PE major type of thing or an exercise major, I can definitely see the challenges in there because, um, you're going to have to fit your runs in, in between classes and a job and things like that. And so it can, it gets really challenging. Um, you know, when I was teaching high school, uh, I would have to go run, you know, I'd go run at 530 in the morning because that's the only time that I had to run. So, you know, I'd hit a trail at 530 in the morning, which sometimes that was in the dark. Um, but again, you know, I had to do that because then I would end up teaching for a full day and then I'd have to go home and, you know, take care of family things. Um, and I had stepkids and things like that. And so, um, they had activities that we would go to and and sometimes it would be taking them for a run or maybe taking them for a bike ride and fitting my run in chase literally chasing the bikes down, you know um, And so you find creative ways to fit it in um, And sometimes you just have to say today. It's not gonna fit Yeah, and as long as you don't do it every day and find excuses every day not to um, I, th I think it's okay to be like today. It's you know Today, yeah. this, this is what's part of my life and that's what needs to happen today. Um, for me, running is, again, because it's such a mental booster and since it really helps um, boost dealing with ADHD. Um, to me, 
uh, and my doctor has even said this too, in a sense, it's self-medicating. And so I don't have to take um, meds and things like that because I run so much. And so um, for me, it's kind of, it's not, it almost doesn't feel like an option, if that makes sense. I'm like, for my mental sanity, I have to run. Yeah, definitely. So it's not a nice to have. It's almost a must have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essential. Yeah. Um, I take care. It's, it's basically how, what I do to take care of myself mm, so that then I can be yeah. there for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's so important is that self-care piece and, and also teaching that with your students too, um, that you've worked with and how do you, um, how would you say that sort of like running and the lessons you've learned from that have related back to your work as a PE teacher and, um, and as a fitness trainer with your clients? Uh, well, for one, nobody really listens or has, a, and this, this is maybe stereotypical, but nobody has a whole lot of respect for the PE teacher or the trainer that is not fit themselves. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. hear it all the time where people, um, you know, I'd, I'd have students comment to me all the time. Well, at least you're fit and you can do this with us. Um, and so yeah. it gave them a greater motivation to move themselves. Um, you know, some of my high schoolers loved running. And so we would chat a lot about how running fit in with their health and with their passions and what they like to do. I had other students that hated it. Um, and so it was really about finding movement um, and finding ways to make running fun too. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I really, I've kind of pretty much quit running on the street. I used, I ran on the street for years in college because it was convenient, right? You know? Yeah. Um, I didn't know the trails super well when I was in Logan up at Utah State. And um, <clears throat> it's so easy to walk out your door and just go run outside anywhere. Yeah. Which is the great thing about running, you know? And I tell my students, like, just go for a walk or just you can literally run out your door. It's one of the few things that you can do Yeah, that you can do anywhere at any time, unless you're in some neighborhood that's dangerous, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah. um, and that's the great thing is, is they don't, they don't need a partner. They don't need a team. All they need is some shoes and some motivation to go out and be out and do it. Yeah. Yeah. That is the awesome thing about running. Love it. Um, so kind of looking back, um, since we alluded to like lessons that you've learned over the past, what advice would you give to your younger self, to a younger version of Teddy? Oh my gosh. Um, I think probably to work on the mind, um, and train better on the mindset because it affects your running. Um, I noticed it a lot in my other athletics, um, as far as I played volleyball and, um, tennis competitively. And uh, just mindset, and it does affect your running. And so running helps, helps you to stay sane, as I like to put it, but um, running really does help, um, help your happy hormones. But uh, running is a totally, there's a lot of, of mind playing in, it, especially when you start doing it, like you do the Spartans really competitively. And I do Spartans, I just don't do them as competitively more of a fun thing for me mm -hmm. um but there is this huge mental aspect even when you're doing it for fun 
of like, um, can I do this? Am I willing to push myself a little bit further? Absolutely. Um, I, I love the one where you're like, well, I'm not going to push myself as hard because I'm just doing this for fun, you know? And right. <laughs> yeah. And it really, what it really comes down to is it's, you don't, you, you don't really know if you can do it. So it's mm -hmm. kind of this cop out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's what I found that I wish that I, um, had done more of the mental training that I do now. I wish I would have started it in college because, um, or high school, um, you know, and probably the biggest thing is saying daily affirmations, a uh, huge mm -hmm. advocate of doing that type of thing, because it will make a difference in your running. It will make a difference in your training, but it will just make a difference in your everyday life about how you mm -hmm. feel about you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, somebody had actually just asked me if I do affirmations and I, I don't know that I consciously do them on a day-to-day -day basis, but I really ought to more often. Is that something you practice or maybe you can provide an example of like, is there a goal you've achieved through an affirmation? Yeah. Um, I actually didn't do positive affirmations until I was going through my divorce. And of course that brings up a lot of negative yeah. emotions about yourself and and the funny thing is I did sports psychology when I was doing my master's degree um, as part of my thesis. And I kind of applied it to sports, but I guess I just didn't connect with applying it to me. Even though I knew there was this mental game, I just was like, okay, yeah, there's these things that you right. should do. Anyway, but I'm just the everyday person, so why do I need to do them? Um, but yeah, it really makes a difference. So uh, one of the things is is you really have to personalize your, your affirmations to you. So, um, and it takes a lot of kind of soul searching and being very truthful and real with yourself. Um, and, and I give an example of this. I, when I was teaching my high schoolers, I'd be like, who here is afraid of failure? And they would all be like, no, we're good, you know? Mm. And I'm like, okay, so if I give you a pop quiz right now and I'd have them pull out a piece of paper and I'm like, okay, and I would give them like, questions and this test that they just knew nothing about uh you know very advanced health mm -hmm. stuff and i'd be like okay and then i'd have them score it and i'm like okay this is i'm literally going to put this on your grades and i'm like how many of you are okay with failure now and you know they would all come up with excuses and complaints of like well we didn't know the stuff and i'm like but you said you were okay with failure but you're not um and i said what if you failed this class or any class and so it really, it was to demonstrate, like, you think that you're okay with something when really you're not, like, you're kind of deceiving yourself into believing that really you're not afraid to fail. When I would say the majority of us um, have a fear of failure, mm -hmm. especially when we start talking about relationships and things that yeah. have much bigger impact. Mm -hmm. And so it's beginning getting really, really deep and truthful with yourself and saying, okay, am I really afraid of failure? And so for me, like my positive affirmations uh, were like, um, I am good enough. Um, it's okay to fail. Um, and um, I am strong. So that's my affirmation when I'm running. It is, I am strong enough. I love that. So that, you know, as I'm running and you start to feel like garbage for just a minute, you can go, wait, I'm strong enough. And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. You in your brain and then you go 
And you're like, do I really believe that or not? And you're like, mm -hmm. okay, I am strong enough. My body is strong enough to do this. And so it can really kind of boost uh, that mental side of it. So then you can do it physically because our bodies usually end up can take whatever we put them through mm -hmm. and can do more. We just have to get past our own mental blocks to get there. Um, so yeah, I, I think the positive affirmations, I thought it was hokey when I started, I was like, really, is it going to make a difference? Like, I don't know. And it feels weird. It feels totally weird. Yeah. Uh, you look in the mirror or you, I mean, they tell you to look in the mirror. I'll be honest. I don't look in the mirror most of the time. I just, I have them written in my car right by the speedometer. So I have to say them every day when I get in my car. Um, and I also have them written on my mirror in, in, um, in our bathroom. And so I yeah. see them every day. And, but you do, you, you make yourself say them out loud because what your mind hears, and especially when it hears yourself hearing, saying it, um, it starts believing what it hears. And yeah. So, and then the mindset changes mm -hmm. eventually. It's like retraining that brain in a way. A big thing we've talked about, I mean, fear, fear of failure is huge, right? But then you start thinking about fear of success and what if this actually happens? And I think that's an, a whole other beast too. Yeah. The other end of the spectrum too. What yeah. if I, what if I succeed then what? Uh, yeah. Like what if I go out and win this race or what if I go out and break my record, you know, or, or it can be something day to day, like something that you have, you know, what if I ace this test or get into this college? So it really can be, um, awesome to kind of dive into. Um, yeah, for sure. So, um, we always kind of conclude, I know we've had, it, it seems like a shorter, episode all our episodes go by so quickly but um i really like to ask this one i want to make sure we get to it is um what does being a strong runner chick mean to you okay i love that question because when you asked me about it earlier um it really hit into two things and the two things that came to my mind were um both physical and mental that it means being strong both physically and mental um, I know I have lots of friends and I was in this category for a long time where I just ran like I didn't do strength training. Um, yes, I played other sports and the running helped complement that and vice versa. But really, I didn't do any strength training to become stronger. And what I noticed is when I started weight training, um, my time started dropping um, amazingly and my friends noticed I noticed. And um, I, I see my friends now that just run, and I'm just like, if you would just lift weights, like it would really make you a stronger runner. Mm -hmm. And so that was one of the, that was kind of one of my first impressions when you know when you kind of brought that up earlier, was being a strong runner chick means physically also being at the top of your game, no matter what age you are. If you're 18, you know, 30, or, you know, hopefully you get to run when you're 80, you know, that'd be awesome. But it's, it's taking that and, you know, strength training really can make you a stronger runner. Um, especially as a female, I think sometimes, um, I think sometimes women can be afraid of the gym, afraid yeah. of being bulky, um, or just afraid to go in there and 
um, I don't want to say be humiliated, but it's, it's a foreign place for some women to be in the gym. It, yeah. It's not their comfort zone. And so being a stronger runner chick is definitely learning how to lift and being comfortable with that. Yeah. And then I would say the mental side. The mental side too. Yeah. yeah. I too, I think that like the lifting, like when I started lifting in addition to running, it really had a huge benefit uh, psychologically too. So yeah, like running is one whole thing or um, it provides so many benefits mentally, but also lifting can be so empowering. So yeah. And the two Absolutely. combined, I think are kind of unstoppable. They, yeah. um, I, I think it really maximizes your physical abilities, but I, I think mentally it does, it makes you, you kind of, you feel this like empowerment of like, I am strong. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. All, all for that. So um, we talked a lot. Well, we talked a lot in general, but we talked a lot about just the many hobbies that I don't know if I should call them hobbies, basically, or many careers right. and or passions. Um, what, if any, type of services do you offer and or any collaboration opportunities, like whether that's photography or running or, um, you know, strength programs? Do you do any of that? Yeah. So um, I'm still getting a, some of them are just passions like my riding horses and stuff. That's just a passion. Um, so if anybody ever wants to go ride a horse, they're welcome to, you know, <laughs> do you but have horses? I, you know what, I have sold them and I currently am just working with my trainer's horses. Oh, how neat. I know. Um, and that's a whole nother story, but, um, yeah, horses are amazing. And I actually want to try speaking of horses. I actually want to try there's, uh, they have an event where you get to run a race but you run a certain amount of mileage and then you ride a certain amount of mileage. Ooh, I love that. That is like a new twist on a triathlon or, you yeah, know, horse know. riding. <laughs> what do you call that? I don't it's know. Like endurance riding, but it's, uh -huh. yeah. So I, that's on my, that's on my bucket list to try that at some point. How neat. But, um, but that's just a passion and something that I want to kind of combine two of my passions. But as far as like career-wise and in collaborations, um, a lot of my photography, again, is based around the outdoors and athletic events. So I do photography for races, um, for like pickleball tournaments. Um, and then I also do portrait work for athletes and for um, anybody, well, we consider horses athletes. So I take pictures of horses and people with their horses. Um, so yeah, if like there's an athlete that wants to have, uh, Instagram is so big now and Facebook mm -hmm. is so big and social media um, has this huge, huge presence in with athletes or just any brand as far as um, you can kind of become your own influencer or that type of thing. And so I want to help athletes and help other people to be able to have, um, you know, nice pictures and nice images to represent who they are as an athlete. Mm. So one of the things that I do um, is, yes, I do photography, but I also, um, I also share tips about how to take photos yourself, because most of the time when you're on a trail, sometimes you have friends, sometimes you don't. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so I, I have a blog, and I, in my blog, I talk about the different trails 
And that's just to help people, to inspire people to get outdoors. But I also share like, this is how you can take a good looking photo while you too are out in the middle of the woods. And I love that. That is a skill that, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I would say my biggest, um, <clears throat> I mean, people are welcome to contact me on my website, which is mm -hmm. teddysphotography.com. Um, but the other place, kind of my biggest um, platform where I'm doing, sharing a lot of like running tips and things like that is on Pinterest. Oh, yeah. yeah I am a huge Pinterest. Well, who, who doesn't love Pinterest? Well, who doesn't, right? But yeah, we're just, that's, um, I said, oh, because um, it's something that Elena talks a lot about. She's one of the SRC community members and team members here. And, and I think Pinterest is just awesome, but often overlooked. So it's very yeah. cool. You're on Pinterest. Yeah, it's a super cool platform. And so I recently redid my Pinterest. And so I've got it set up so that um, I actually have a community of runners mm. and trainers, and they're all sharing their tips about running on this community board, which is super, super cool. So yeah. then somebody can go to that Pinterest board and they can literally get advice from, um, I think right now there's a hundred trainers that are invited to. Wow to contribute to that okay. that particular board that's yeah. awesome yeah and then you're the endorphin junkie on instagram yes okay and that kind of came yeah that kind of came about because people just kept asking me like oh what trail should i take or you know it started out as this personal instagram where you know you're sharing everything about your family and everything else and it got to a point where people were asking me that. And so I combined it with my Pinterest and I just kind mm -hmm. of swiped my family stuff off of there because mm -hmm. they don't all want to be publicly thrown onto social yeah. media. <laughs> and everybody doesn't necessarily need to know, you know, what my dog ate for breakfast or, you know, what we did. But yeah. Everybody likes to see pretty pictures mm -hmm. and they like to see different trails that they can go on. And so the endorphin junkie, um, it kind of came about from a couple of different things. It was because people were, wanted to know what trails I was taking because I would record what trails we'd run on and I would share a little bit about them. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing was, is, is um, one of my friends was like, yeah, you're not, an, you're not like an adrenaline junkie. You just always want to be happy. So you run to be happy. And so she's like, you're kind of an endorphin junkie. And so that's where the name came about. Mm -hmm. And that's why it kind of evolved into this trail running. Trail running makes me happy. Mm, and, yeah. uh, you know, the great outdoors, I think it can do a lot of great things for you. So I want to inspire other people to get outside and to be happy. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Well, um, Teddy, it's been a pleasure talking to you and kind of getting to learn more about your story. And I know that our listeners are going to love this episode, especially our trail running junkies or endorphin junkies out there. So um, anything else to add before any shout outs or words of wisdom before we kind of wrap up? Sure. I, the one shout out that I would like to, and I think that, I think you actually wear one as well is a, um, mm -hmm. When you go out on trail, make sure you take the precautions that you need to be safe in the mm -hmm. outdoors. Um, I've taught a hiking class for several years at the college level. Mm -hmm. And um, I've also taught my high schoolers about trail running and, and a lot of them just don't know the basics. And so when there's those of us that go out trail running, I think that we kind of take some of what we think is common knowledge, mm -hmm. but it's make sure to be safe when you're out on the trails, get, yeah. get good running shoes. Um, mm -hmm. I 
I'm not sponsored by Ultra, but I'm a huge fan of their shoes. I converted yeah, to them after having a degree. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm a huge advocate for their for their particular shoes, although there's great running shoes, you know, Solomon's and and there's other great running shoes as well. Um, but getting good shoes for running, don't don't go cheap on your feet, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, and then also, um, I am sponsored by Road ID, which I really appreciate them. Um, and, but I am a huge believer. I was wearing Road IDs well before I got sponsored by them. Um, and that's because they're like a medical bracelet and um, I'm actually wearing mine right now. Oh, wow. Um, I yeah, yeah, I wear it 24 seven. I've got this one and, and now they send me the new ones that come out. And so, um, <clears throat> I get lots of different choices, but they have ones that are nicer that are leather. And then they have, you know, this one's, um, I actually ran, used this, I wore this one through my last terrain race, you know, which is just uh -huh. a fun yeah. outdoor race. And so I wore this one and, and they have some plastic ones and they have some different ones. But the most important thing is, is that they have you know, your name on it. Um, and then I have a couple of phone numbers on there for my sister and my mm -hmm. sister-in-law. And then um, I'm like, what else do I have in there? I have on there my allergies. And then you can also put like um, your favorite, like slogan or saying, you know, that you cool. want there. Yeah. And so I like that because um, even if you're out running with your phone, I had a friend who passed away in West Bountiful here in Utah mm. about 10 years ago and she had her phone on her, but a she was hit by a car and oh. she actually passed away. But before she passed away, she was a, um, what is it? A Jane Doe for 24 hours in the hospital before her parents mm. were able to find her um, because she just didn't have any ID on her, oh. other phone, and yeah. her phone got crushed kind of oh. got tangled um in the red like when she um was hit by yeah and so just things like that um i'm i like has made me a huge advocate of, mm. of when you go out especially when you're out in the woods you're not always out sometimes you're in more remote places is you know carry bear spray if you're in bear country yeah um, you take hydration take water um if you are someplace where you might think a first aid kit you know a small one would be good carry what you need to be safe and to take care of yourself but yeah shout out to uh, road id for sure because i'm yeah of them and they've been really nice to sponsor me for sure yeah absolutely all right well thanks so much teddy and um great information really really appreciate it so um strong runner chicks thanks for tuning into another episode we hope that you reach out to teddy at endorphin junkie and learn more about her and connect with her